Welcome to Planet Geo, the podcast where we talk about our amazing planet, how it works, and why it matters to you. Hey, Doc, how are we doing today? Good, Chris. How are you? Welcome back. Uh, um, I, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> you, you were kind to me yesterday. Um, that means a lot. I mean, you could have really taken some jabs at me in my absence, and uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful that you didn't. Oh, you think I appreciate I held, that? You, I appreciate you. You think I held back a little bit too much there? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to say that I would not have been so kind. At, so at some point. I was off gallivanting. And uh, we just couldn't make the timing work to do our little intro to this. And, and so you you did it all by yourself. You're a big boy. I, I appreciate that. You did a good job and you were kind to me. I could have taken a lot more shots across the bow, but, you know, I tried, <laughs> wanted to hold back and a new year here and, uh, you know. It's all good, oh, man. I appreciate that. I was a little worried. I was I was concerned. Like, what <laughs> what am I going to listen to when I listen to this live? What's going to happen? Giving up control. Dangerous thing. Dangerous hey, thing. Today, Jesse, what are we re-releasing today? The Geology of Iridium, which is a really cool element. It's a short. This is a relatively short episode uh, that we recorded about a year ago. And it's just a really cool episode. I love Iridium's a really interesting one. And, and it, you kind of brought this up because, you know, you really like the meteorite impact story, the end Cretaceous, mass extinction. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, you kind of were like, hey, let's talk about Iridium. And so we threw this together. It's a really interesting element. I enjoyed doing it. Like you said, uh, it, it got me excited because of the, the tie in to meteorites and, you know, a little bit of earth formation and why the crust is so low in iridium then. And that dives back into your deep background on early earth. So fun episode. I loved it. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, that's right. You can follow us on all the social medias. We're at Planet Geocast. You can visit our website, planetgeocast.com. Send us an email, planetgeocast at gmail.com. And uh, what else, Chris? Uh, give us a rating. We really appreciate that. Helps with the algorithms, helps searchability and all that good stuff. And also check out our camp courses at geo.campcourses.com and let us know what you think. That's right. Let's get to it. Enjoy. Uh, check your audio. Check, check, check. And with that, we're off. <laughs> uh, Chris, we're back. We're back. Here we face go. Face to face. Face to face still. Yeah. It's so good. It is. It's good. Really we've, good. We've really gotten good. a lot done. We've you know? been cranking, man. We have. It's we good. Have. Yep. All right. So what are we doing? Today, we're following up from last week's episode. Yeah. We're going to follow up on the uh, Meteor Impact and Cretaceous event. Totally. Okay? And so, the, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about Iridium in that because that was an important part of the discovery. And yeah. And so today, we're going to talk about Iridium. Yeah. Dive into a little bit more details, like why is this a meteorite tracer, basically? And iridium right. is an element, okay? So if you look on the periodic table, one of the boxes is iridium. It says IR, that's iridium, right? Yep, yep. And uh, the question is, why do we use iridium? Like, wh why is iridium this sort of tracer of meteorite impacts? That's kind of the question yeah. here, Okay, right? well, iridium is a higher concentration in meteorites. It's not really high, but it's higher, Right. Okay. Then so, Earth. Then, yeah. then like background Earth. Right. Yep. To put it in perspective, it has a concentration meteors of about 500 parts per billion. <laughs> so that's not a lot. You it's, take a billion <laughs> atoms of a meteorite, a billion. Yeah. And wait a minute. Yep. Yeah. 500. 500 of them. <laughs> I did, like, it feels very small. The numbers. <laughs> 500 of them would be iridium. Yeah. So not a really high concentration, which when you, when you think about that, actually, it's really interesting because- this played such a big role in the discovery of this event, okay? Yep. And and uh, 
the concentration is not exceedingly high like you might want to think. Right. You know? It's so. very hard to imagine 500 parts per billion, like 500 out of a billion. So I don't know. Sometimes it's well, easier to think of it with a you know probability. Like if you just grabbed one atom of a meteorite, randomly one atom, you'd have less than a million, one in a million chance yeah. of pulling out an iridium atom. So very small chance of finding one iridium atom. Yeah. There. Which is like, okay, let's, let's put this in perspective, maybe even a little further. You talk about a very important gas. We've, t- we've had an episode on it, the greenhouse effect. Okay. Carbon dioxide, the concentration of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere, this very important controversial greenhouse effect gas has a concentration of about 420 parts per million in our <laughs> yes. atmosphere. So a hundred times more concentrated in our atmosphere than what you would find in meteors. Right. And it just, I mean, that's a great point, Chris. It kind of shows how small concentration. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm that's, full of great points. Yeah. May emphasize that. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, it shows this like low concentration stuff has a big impact in earth. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, it's kind of an interesting yeah, uh, sort of it is. take home point there. Huh. Um, but the question then is, okay, it's high in meteorites or yep. it's higher in Earth than meteorites. It's still pretty low in meteorites, but it's higher than Earth. The question is why, and th- that question is important because Earth is actually made up of meteorites, right? Like Earth right. was formed from a whole bunch of meteorites that came together to form Earth. So why don't we have as much iridium? Well, Earth is differentiated, okay? And so we're, we're layered. And it basically, it goes from the least dense minerals – exist on the surface of the earth, the crust, and it gets denser and denser and denser as you go down to the core. So iridium is not high concentration in meteors, but it's much higher in this clay layer than anywhere else in the crust. So iridium is not actually high in meteorites. 500 parts per billion is not high, but it's higher than an earth's crust. In an earth's crust, it's very, very, very low. And so earth's crust the, the sort of tippy top layer of earth yeah. has 3.2 parts per billion. So meteorites have 500 mm-hmm. earth's crust has 3.2 parts per billion. So if you, a meteorite comes in and hits the crust, you know, it spreads iridium all over the place. And in these clay layers, it can be a lot closer to 500 parts per billion than 3.2. Yes. So why didn't this iridium like the rest of the iridium sink to the core? Right. So iridium is what's called a siderophile element and siderophile means iron loving. And this goes back to like some of the earliest geochemistry is, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt. Is that not what you meant? No. Sidero goes back to the ancient Greek, which means the iron one. Oh, I think I want you to call me from here on out. Can you just refer to me as Sidero? Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. I like that. That's a funny one. Okay. Uh, Sidero. Oh, dear Sidero. Can you tell me why? That's that's quite good. I like that. So it is Siderophile. It loves iron like Sidero, but uh, it means that it is happier bonding with iron than bonding with anything else. And so it likes being with iron, which means that when earth differentiated, you said, you know, earth is differentiated. It separates out into density. Because it was all molten. It was all molten. Iron is very dense. So the liquid iron sank to the bottom, formed earth's core. Iridium went with it because iridium likes to form metallic bonds with iron. It does not like to bond with silica or oxygen, which are the main elements that make up the mantle and the crust. Exactly. And so when this meteor event happened, it happened after 
the differentiation of the earth happened. Right. So that's a great point. The differentiation of the earth that's forming the core, that happened, you know, 4 billion years ago, more than 4 billion years ago. So this meteorite impact is a much later event. Earth's crust and mantle already lost all of the iridium. And so that's all in the core now. We will never really have access to that iridium in any high concentration, really. Yeah. So these sinking, when that differentiation happened, these sink, these blobs of iron, when the earth was entirely molten, you kind of visualize these big blobs of iron sinking down through silicate liquid and they just soaked up all of the iridium Mm -hmm. and now it's in the core. So one of the interesting things about iridium is that it is the most corrosion resistant substance known on earth. That's really amazing. I didn't actually know that before we started looking into this. This That's very cool. Even at very high temperatures. But that makes sense with what you just said, because you said that iridium loves iron, but it hates oxygen. And oxygen is, well, it oxidizes, it rusts things. And so this hates oxygen, doesn't corrode because it doesn't rust. Yeah. So like iron, you know, rusts, it forms hematite. That's that's iron bonding with oxygen. Just like you said, iridium doesn't do that. So it's used in things that need to be very corrosion resistant. Mm -hmm. Compass needles, pen tips, contacts and spark plugs, Mm -hmm. any sort of high voltage electrical contact usually has some iridium in it because it's so corrosion resistant. And it's also used in radiation treatment for cancer patients, isn't it? Yeah, right. So you can, uh, there are some isotopes of iridium. Usually they're synthetically produced, but they decay and they produce radiation that we can use for medical treatment things. But the total amount of iridium like mined and used on a yearly basis is very small. It's like three tons or something, which is tiny at the global scale. It's a very, very sort of small amount. Um, so much does that go for? Yeah, being I, so rare. I don't know. I, the one number I saw was like forty two hundred dollars, four thousand dollars per one hundred grams of iridium, which is so very expensive. Like, I don't know how that compares really to other that's sort not of even, metals. That's not even close to a pound. Yeah, no, no. Okay. It's, it's wow. like uh, you know what is that? Yeah. A quarter pound or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, yeah close. Somewhere yeah, around yeah. there. All right. So just to be clear, like I want to make sure we're clear on this. Did we hit it well enough with why iridium is? so so rare in the crust i think so i mean yeah i think it kind of in this earth distillation process iridium ends up getting distilled out or ends up down in the mantle or down in the in the core it just sinks because it's denser it's it bonds with the denser stuff it goes with the denser things it goes with sidero exactly so what we see on the surface does not have any iridium so it makes it a great tracer of meteorites it's it's a beautiful element for tracing meteorite impacts because it's so rare on the surface. That's a good point is that iridium was not, it wasn't the only time it was used as a tracer for meteors. There are other events that like, there's an event that happened 2.5 million years ago that we use iridium to trace that event to. Exactly. And then you can go back all the way back to 3.4 billion years ago. There's a spheral bed that is high Mm. iridium concentrations in it. Mm. And uh, people have used this to say, yeah, there's a 3.4 billion year old now, not million billion year old meteorite impact that occurred because we can see this iridium concentration spike or this iridium anomaly as we call it huh, yeah crazy. so it's this great tracer because yeah. of these sort of various chemical properties which explain why it's useful in like compass needles that was kind yeah. of interesting i didn't yeah. know that compass needles had iridium i didn't either there we go now we, do. we all learned something hey the more you know the more you know <laughs> all right chris i think that that nails it we good? good we're good let's wrap it up uh follow us all the social medias we are at planet geocast planet geocast at gmail.com Give us a review and a rating. We love that. That really helps us. And share with your friends. That's the most important. Indeed. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.